so many people will tell you no and you need to find something you believe in so hard that you just smile and tell them watch me learn to take rejection as motivation to prove people wrong be unstoppable refuse to give up no matter what yeah hey lumberjacks welcome to another episode of lumber chats inside nau where we give you an inside look into campus life on this episode we're checking in with the class of 2019 and 2020 to see how life's been treating them since leaving NAU. Let's meet them now, starting with our class of 2019 representative. Hi, I'm Haley. I'm here from Gilbert, Arizona. I currently live in Tempe. I graduated from NAU with a degree in strategic communication with a double emphasis in public relations and advertising. And I currently work at an agency in Tempe called J. Lauren PR. Now onto the class of 2020. Hi, I am Tatiana. I am here in Glendale, Arizona, originally from Phoenix. I graduated with a degree in strategic communications, emphasis in advertising, and a degree in creative media, media and film. And I am currently working at a speech pathology office. Hi, my name is Carrington. I'm from Los Angeles, California. I graduated May of 2020, and I got my degree in strategic communications with the emphasis in advertising. I also got a minor in community health, and currently I am in my first year graduate program at NAU as well. So before we get too far, we're going to put you all in the lumberjack hot seat. So I want you guys to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Hot spot or the dube? Hot spot. Um. <laughs> Most approachable professor. Amy Hit. Amy Hit, yeah. Amy Hit. <laughs> Favorite spot on campus. North Quad. The patio on the upstairs of the HLC outside of the green scene has great view. Old name. What movie could you watch over and over? A Walk to Remember with Mandy Moore. A Life of Pi. Any of the Conjuring movies. <laughs> How many cups of coffee do you have a day? Too many. I only drink coffee once a week. Oh, that's really good, Tatiana. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'm at three a day right now. It's not great, but... Oh, <laughs> When you close your eyes and think of your happy place, where is it? Dinner with friends. No responsibilities on the beach. Oh, honestly, in my room. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, the rest should be easy. Back to alumni life. Post-graduation, what was the job search like for you? So Haley, you graduated before COVID. So you had an in-person commencement and somewhat normal job hunt, right? I did. It was pretty normal. Um, it took me about three months to get my first interview. Those three months definitely felt like three years. I kind of thought the jobs were just going to come to me, but that's really not the case. You really have to put yourself out there. And it was it was a pretty normal job hunt with the interviews, um, the online applications, 
the emails, everything like that. How many job applications would you say you filled out? Uh, I filled out 42 applications. And every time I filled out an application, I wrote it down in my notes so I could check off if I like, heard back from them or if they rejected me or whatever. But it was 42 and I only got three interviews. So it proves, though, you just got to work at it and you'll get there. And Tatiana and Carrington, as May 2020 graduates, your last semester was uprooted by COVID. So you guys had virtual commencement and we're looking for jobs at a time when everything was virtual. Can you share what that was like? Uh, it, it was hard for me. I know right before everything happened with the pandemic, I was already beginning the job search. And I want to say I probably had like two interviews scheduled in the Valley. And like the week or two after was right when everything began to shut down. So they canceled those like job positions and were like, we're not hiring during this time. And it just became harder and harder. I ended up moving back to the Valley, like end of April, May, if I remember. And I was still looking and searching. And I honestly don't know how many job applications I put in, but I know it's for sure over 60. So it was so much harder than I thought. And it, I don't know, it was a struggle that I can say. I can relate. So I'm aging myself, but um, I graduated from law school in 2010. So um, when the housing market crashed and all of that. And so I graduated from law school and I applied to so many jobs and I got nothing. I think like I apply, yeah, to every single thing. And the first job I actually did get, um, was for Girl Scouts of Southern Arizona and it was doing communications. <laughs> so not what I originally thought I wanted to do, but it kind of led me into the path I am on today. So <laughs> I can definitely relate to when you're like, it's never going to happen. <laughs> and Carrington, um, you're pursuing your master's. Did you always want to go that route or did COVID kind of influence your decision? Um, to be honest, I always had getting a master's in the back of my mind. Um, and as graduation slowly approached, I kind of felt like it would be, it would it was the best decision for me. And kind of, honestly, with COVID happening, it kind of all fell into place because I know that it is hard right now looking for jobs. I know a lot of my friends who graduated with me either had a really hard time looking for a job or are still looking for a job. So it kind of, honestly, it all worked out because I'm still in school and I'm still able to work with NAU Social. Um, but yeah, so grad school has definitely been, uh, it's been, it was, it's, it's been a pleasure to be in especially during this time right now. For those working, how has your work routine changed since COVID? Are you in person or virtual? Um, what do you do day to day? I'm in person. At the beginning of COVID, I was remote for a couple weeks. Um, 
but we are full full back in the office. There's just a couple of us, so everyone's really, really nice about keeping their masks on when you walk to the bathroom or in the hallways or wherever. Um, every high touch point is really sanitized. It just makes you kind of think a little bit more about sanitation and maybe things you weren't doing. Like you would never think to wipe down your keyboard at the end of the day, but now it's like crucial that you, you clear your entire desk just because you never know. So I am in person, but we're taking lots of precautions and there's no in-person client meetings and I feel super safe. Was it a big transition um, going back to the office after, you know, working from home? Yeah, it definitely was weird. You get, you get kind of used to wearing a dress shirt on top and some pajama pants on the bottom. And then you got to actually put some real pants on. But I definitely think I like being in the office more. It kind of gives it more of a routine, kind of seems like things are a little bit normal, even though what's happening in the world is, is still here. And what about you, Tatiana? So mine is a little weird and different, for sure. So this job position isn't exactly what I thought I would be doing, but I have learned a lot. It's a speech pathology office that works a lot with kids with autism and other needs. So part of my job is to actually make sure that everything is sanitized and is good for the kids. So my job is to help take their temperature, kind of help clean up after them, make sure their toys are sanitized. So it is kind of the same and just being aware of what you touch, what you use and making sure the place is safe for everyone because it is highly sensitive just because you are dealing specifically with kids with autism. And then on top of that, being in a pandemic and making sure everyone that walks in there is safe and healthy. So you are seeing lots of people a day in person. Yeah. Yeah, so I see a lot of people a day in person, a lot of parents, a lot of patients, and it's kind of part of my job to make sure everyone stays healthy as well. Everyone's always wearing their masks. We wear them for eight hours a day. The kids wear their masks to the best of their ability. The therapists do, so yeah. How has, um, I guess you guys are both in the office, but before that, when you were virtual, how did that affect like work dynamics and projects? Definitely you had to use the integrity method a lot and kind of make sure you were pulling your own weight because it could be super easy just to slide into bed or take an extra long lunch. But you have to realize that you're still working, you're still at work and you have to put in 120% because things can slip out real easily. Job layoffs are real. Job security is so important right now. So um, keeping on task, planning out everything, planning out your day, giving yourself those little breaks every hour to like stand up and stretch a little bit was definitely super helpful. So now that you're in the real world, what has surprised you most? Okay, I'll go. <laughs> a lot of things have surprised me. Um, I definitely think the biggest thing that surprised me was learning to deal with different personalities. Kind of in college, kind of everybody kind of matches your personality. It's very bubbly, very upbeat. But once you get in the real world, not everybody's like that. And that definitely was a shock to me. And it definitely was a little bit of a transition, kind of learning how to deal with some people who maybe are a little bit more negative or have a certain way of doing things or kind of sought out to get you. You have to learn to deal with these different personalities and how to work with them to be in that kind of environment. That was a learning curve. I'm still learning that, but that was probably my biggest change coming into the real world. I think for me, it's kind of just more realizing, I know people say you graduate college and you just 
don't know what you're going to do and where life takes you, but it kind of hits hard, especially during this like time period in life. I know for me, I had a plan and I still have different goals I want to do and different career that I want to take, but it's kind of just being patient at this point, knowing that it's going to take time, that it's going to be longer. Because as Carrington mentioned, I know a lot of people who are from our class who still unfortunately don't have a job or are still looking. So I'm just glad that I have a job at the moment and trying to be patient is kind of what I'm getting out of all of this. I think for me, what's something that surprised me the most is how to deal with people who don't necessarily agree with what you have to say or if you're giving someone information and they're not happy with that information, they get mad at you. So I've definitely learned how not to, how to respond in the best way possible. That's not offending them, but it's also getting the job that I have to do. It's getting that job done. And I think I've also learned just through COVID and everything that's happening, how to adapt to situations that you didn't, or that you weren't expecting. Because I I honestly had a lot of plans after graduation and because of COVID, a lot of those plans have been put on hold and I'm sure all of you guys can relate to that. So I've definitely learned how to adapt to curveballs thrown at me during this time. So speaking of that, um, was there like one thing during this time that like you plan to do like a trip or some special thing that you're planning that got canceled? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had lots of festivals and trips and now I have some flight credit I, I need to use <laughs> before a certain date. It is sad, but my wallet's a little happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, over spring break, we planned, me and my friends planned like this whole trip. And even though we were allowed to, we were allowed to go everything, all the concerts and all like the eating areas were closed. And then for my birthday, I was planning on going to Mexico. Oh. But that didn't work out either. So, yeah. I have it all right in terms about like mindset. Cause you could be like so miserable if you're just like, I didn't get to do this. I didn't get to do this. But then instead just being like, okay, things will happen, but it's going to take a little while and being patient. So that's very mature of you all. <laughs> Even though you might not feel like you're adulting, I feel like you are. <laughs> trying. Yeah, trying, trying for sure. So going back to the common thing that you all have, NAU, how do you think NAU prepared you for what you're doing now? I think, I don't know, my time at NAU, I'm glad that I can look back at it and say that I try different things. And that's kind of like what I'm doing right now that I just kind of got to go with it. I'm trying different things, seeing where things go and where things lead me. So it's kind of just like putting myself out there. And that's what I got from NAU that I can put out here. NAU definitely taught me a lot, especially with my career, but it also taught me a lot with independence, getting to live on your own, kind of paying your bills on your own, learning time management and how to balance certain things definitely helped me 
now that I'm out of college and I've moved out and I, I pay all my bills and it really, really helped. It kind of was like a little tester tease before you actually jump over the edge into the real world. So I really thank any of you for that and all the great professors that are there to really help you succeed. Um, well, going off of what Tatiana and Haley said, NAU definitely helped me learn how to be more independent and learn how to be more responsible. And definitely it just made me want to open up and step out of my comfort zone. Um, Freshman year, I wasn't really the most out there person. I stayed in my dorm a lot, and I didn't hang out with a lot of people. But as the years went on, I started joining more clubs and started um, just meeting new people who brought me more different perspectives on life and taught me things. And it's been a really great experience. And I can say that because I've worked with all of you. Um, Haley has always been really good um, on camera and outgoing and doing all that. But especially, um, I feel like Carrington was really shy at first. And then, um, you know, next thing you know, she's like interviewing and on our social. <laughs> and you feel comfortable doing it, right, Carrington? I do now. Before, <laughs> when I started, I was terrified. And I needed getting those assignments, but now I kind of love it. <laughs> and Tatiana, I think you too. I just remember um, you being very quiet, but at the end, then you would just like explode with all your ideas. And it was just really <laughs> fun to, to make them happen. Yeah, thank you. I really miss working for, with NAU social. I like I think, yeah, it feels, yeah. It, I don't know, it, all the assignments. Oh, I wish I could do more, but you know, Carrington enjoy it. <laughs> you guys are honorary. Anytime you need extra, like yeah, I get a base camp notification. <laughs> <laughs> if you could give a shout out to one person at NAU who helped you get to where you are now, who would it be and what would you tell them? I would tell Jan Dr. Janice Sweeter my best friend. She is one of the most amazing people I have met, not only as a professor, but as just a human in general. She, I had plenty of classes with her and she always makes sure to make everybody in the room feel special and that it wasn't just a college course. She really wanted to get to know you and really wanted to get to see you succeed in life. She, she wrote a letter of recommendation for me to help get me my first job. She connects with me on LinkedIn and we still talk daily. She is absolutely amazing. Anytime I, I've had multiple phone calls with people who are going to NEU and they're so nervous and they're going to the school of calm. And I'm always like, go talk to Dr. Janice Sweeter. She's the sweetest human. You will, it, will, it will help make your experience so much better. And I wish I could just go and give her the biggest hug because she was one of the most amazing people and really impacted my time at NEU. I don't know if there's a specific like person I can pinpoint it to but I say another aspect of my life that I really am grateful for besides NAU social was the office of scholarship and financial aid I worked there for two years before I left and I think my experience there with the people and my co-workers and my supervisors was really awesome 
even outside of work, like my supervisors would always make sure that I was on top of school. If I ever needed the day off or anything, there would be like, just let us know. We know you're a student first. So just that type of work environment, looking back at it now was really supportive and everyone there was supportive. Um, can I shout out two people? Yes. Okay, so the first person would be my freshman roommate, Alex Brown. I don't know what I would have done without her my freshman year. She helped me get through that year so much. And then Maria, you are the second person. Just because like working with NAU Social has honestly, it's changed me tremendously. And you just really helped me become more comfortable and confident in myself, in my work. So I really thank you for that. Stop it. And I really appreciate you and getting to work with you all the time. And it's great. I'm mad at you because you made me cry. <laughs> no. Thank you. I, 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 my favorite part of my job is working with you guys because you guys come in and you're not, you don't believe in the skill set that you have. And I feel like by the end of the internship, you guys know that you can do it and you're confident and like your just skills are amazing. So that's my favorite part. Honestly, yeah, thank you. Because I would 100% agree with what Carrington said and what you just said now, because I know coming in there, I just wanted to work on my skills a little more. And I was kind of more of the creative type, but I'm sure I know I talked to Carla and Austin about this, but kind of just doing what we do. It, I don't know. You compare yourself a lot to other people and their work. So you don't feel as confident, but I can say that leaving NAU social, I felt so much better in my skills and what I was able to do and I'm super grateful for it. There's a lot of times in my job, I run a, a, a lot of different social accounts. And sometimes I think, and I'm like stuck. I'm like, what would Maria do? What would she do in this situation? How would she make this look way better? And then I kind of would just go back and think, and it would just come to me. So I don't know. I, I really use a lot of the stuff that you taught me in my like current career. So I wouldn't have learned that without you. You're the best. Oh, that makes me very happy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, getting back onto alumni stuff. <laughs> um, okay, since we're walking down memory lane, what was your biggest challenge as a student and how did you handle it? This could be a class, roommate situation, just like figuring out life. For me, it was finding a, a good balance. There are so many different things that are thrown at you, whether it's friends, school, going home for the holidays and seeing your family. I was in a sorority. Like there was just so many different aspects and you were never thrown into something like that in your high school days. And it's all just thrown at you at once. And it can be super overwhelming, especially if you're an unorganized person. So planners are your best friend. I literally would like plan when I would like go home or plan when I would study. Like it just, you have to keep it organized and like internships, like everything is just so thrown at you. Finding a balance and how to keep everything organized and to keep you sane was a struggle, but you, you learn to work it out. By kind of junior, senior year, you kind of get into a routine. But I would say start off being super organized your freshman year. It'll help you in the long run. Yeah, I would say 
one of my film classes was by far the hardest class I ever took at NAU. And it wasn't because of the actual work, but more of the time commitment that it took out of my day. I was a student working 20 hours a week on top of having other classes. And that class in particular took so much of my time that I did get to the point where I was literally scheduling my 30 minutes of lunch. And this is the day I did laundry for this amount of hours while I was also doing homework. So it is kind of just finding a way to balance it all while still trying to keep yourself at a healthy mindset. I would definitely say finding that balance. And for me, it would be staying healthy. Um, when I first started, I got sick a lot just because I I wasn't eating the way I was supposed to. I wasn't going to the gym. I wasn't – all the stuff that I did normally, I wasn't doing because my first year was pretty stressful. So I really had to find – me time so I wasn't like just all over the place and like I really had to find time so I could do my homework and eat dinner and not stay up until 5 a.m when I had an 8 a.m class then in like three hours so definitely finding balance and taking care of myself was a challenge at the beginning since leaving college, what is the toughest decision that you've had to make? And how did you do it? Since leaving, I think the hardest decision I had to make was kind of kind of just making the decision to choose to wait for myself rather than to keep struggling through the job search. It, I know I was expecting it to be difficult, but I don't think I truly realized how difficult it was gonna be for me until I kept getting all those, you know, chosen a different candidate or the ones where they're just like, we decided not to fulfill the job at the moment. And it's just waiting and waiting and waiting. So the toughest decision for me was kind of just like, I'm just going to take an opportunity where I can see where it kind of takes me. And that's been the decision where I'm at today. For me, leaving after leaving college, the biggest thing was I didn't really put myself first. I got really caught up in a routine, going to work, eating food, going to bed, working. Like I just, I didn't really put myself first. And um, I just think it's super important to self-care and mental health is very important, especially when you're coming out of college and it's so exciting and everything's happening at once. You have to really ground yourself and make sure that you as a person, you put yourself first in any way possible because it's your life. And um, it's really helped me from then. And I agree with the whole um mental health um, aspect of it. It's so hard, but it's so important to, to have those boundaries. I know like every time my phone like lights up and I'm like, ah, is it social? Is it a notification? Did something happen that, you know, I'm going to be at, have to deal with all night. But um, I've even learned to, I had a conversation with my boss and I was like, so if it's after five, I'm probably going to be picking my daughter and doing activities with her. So if it's something that 
you need me for, can you just call me? That way I know I will hear it. But if you text me or email it to me, chances are I'm going to miss it. And then I'm going to freak myself out because I feel guilty that I missed it. Um, I think the toughest decision for me would be I guess kind of acknowledging that mental health is serious, at least for me. I've I've always kind of just been that person that just pushes through things or just brushes things off. But with COVID happening and then all the political stuff happening right now and just all that, I got to a point where like I woke up every day and I would cry. Just because I felt like, I literally felt like the world was ending and there was no point of me even like being here. So I really had to like, I really had to talk some things out. I had to call some people. There was crying. But I definitely think the toughest thing for me was just acknowledging that I needed to talk to someone and that I needed to let all that out to be okay and to not hold stuff in because at the end of the day, holding it in is just making it worse and it's going to blow up later eventually. So talking about things is good for sure. Definitely. Um, especially going on that. I think I'm also the type of personality to like be the one asking how everyone is and not sharing how I feel. And so that's something that I've learned during COVID like, with all my anxiety is to know that it's okay. I should call that person and be like, Hey, can we take a walk? Cause I, I need someone to talk to rather than waiting for them to say something and me like trying to think, Oh, well they should have done this. Like, no, they, sh- they don't know unless I ask them. In the same way I bottle things in and I don't talk to anybody, but it's so important to like have at least one person that, you know, you can talk to kind of let your feelings out and vent every once in a while because it's so important. So you guys in general <laughs> are all really positive people. Like, you know, you hit some some rocks in the road, but I feel like you you guys always manage to get over it. Was there ever a point uh, during quarantine where you hit that wall and you were like, this is enough? I know Carrington just talked on it, but did you have those moments? I did. I did. I really didn't think it was going to get to me, but um, yeah, quarantine was hard. It definitely was hard not being able to see everybody you really loved and hang, hung out with and having to kind of stay inside and really try and not see your family. If you went out to dinner the night before, there's just so many different things. And then your job can be super stressful. And there was just a point, I think it was in June, where I just I just broke. I, my job was just overwhelming. Um having to wear masks everywhere was just like a parallel universe to me and I was really stressed out and I I just completely broke but you have to know that things will get better this isn't the end this isn't the bottom of the road like the end of the road you can just pick yourself up and just stay positive and you move on and I think I did and I, I made a lot of changes I switched jobs I realized this is where I wasn't really meant to be it wasn't my passion and I found um, another job that was in the same field, but exactly what I wanted to do. And I made a couple other changes and you just pick yourself up and it's all a mindset at the end of the day. As long as you have that positive attitude and you have that mindset that it's, it's going to be a good day, it will be a good day. 
Yeah, and I think for me, it's kind of happened more recently, although things are starting to pick back up and everything. I think for me, just because I'm not at the place career-wise where I saw myself or I thought I would see myself to be, that I'm just kind of not happy with things right now. So I am kind of at that point where I'm thinking about making a career change or going back on the job search. I know the first time I, it was so hard for me to continue on that job search. So it's kind of just picking myself back up and trying again and seeing how things go around this time. I think for me, it, I think it hit hard like in July because that's when, I mean, I was still in Flagstaff and I hadn't seen my family since April. So I was like, I mean, we Skype and FaceTime and all that, but it wasn't really, it wasn't the same, just not being able to see them physically. And I think that's one thing that really hurt because of COVID. I didn't want to go home. I, I was scared to travel and my parents didn't want me flying. So I was here. Most of my friends had gone home. Like my really good friends had gone home because of graduation. So I think just being by myself for that long of a period was really rough. So I think you guys all like talked about it, but how did you get through it? Like, what is the one thing that keeps you going day after day? I don't know if there's anything like a specific quote or anything that I go based off, but it's kind of just telling myself that I am still young. You know, people figure out their career choices and life decisions later on in life. And it's a weird time for everyone. So it's kind of just telling myself that I got to be positive and optimistic so new opportunities can come. Yeah, I would say don't be afraid of failure. I think kind of growing up and even in college, I was so afraid to fail and so afraid to make mistakes. I just wanted to be so perfect at everything. But after college, I made a lot of mistakes and I failed at a lot of things. And I've kind of realized that you can't be afraid of fear because you're not going to get past that boundary of success. You have to start taking risks and some may not go the way you wanted and some may do, but you you have to take risks and you can't be afraid of failure. It's the only way that you're going to succeed, like get past your, your boundary. For me, I would just say, I would remind myself that every day is a blessing and no matter how rough things get, you're going to get through it with a positive state of mind and just positive people around you, you're going to get through it. Everything's going to be okay. I agree. And to close out, since you guys are alums, if you could share any tip with our lumberjacks, what would it be? Don't stress the little things. Like there are little things that I stressed out about all through college that now I'm like, I stressed out over nothing. Everything's fine. So just don't stress the little things. My mom always had a good quote about that. She said, if it won't affect you in five years, don't stress more than five minutes over it. And I've really tried to live up to that mantra. But my biggest tip is 
to get out there, especially and connect with your alumni on LinkedIn, phone calls, Facebook, whatever. I've talked to a lot of alumni since graduating and I really think it affected it affected my experience and kind of learning from their mistakes and what they've gone through and even just getting connections you know that that person you reach out to could help you get your next job it's it's so important and my line is always open if anybody is studying communication or PR I'm more than happy to chat and I really think it it really uh, affects the experience after college because you kind of get to hear from others that have been through exactly what you're about to go through. And my thing, I think, is kind of similar to both of you guys. It's just, you know, find new opportunities. I know it's especially hard to look at the good things or what can come of things, but this is your time to explore and try new things. And even if you do fail, at least you tried and everything at the end will be worth it. Sometimes life doesn't go as planned. This year, so many things have been thrown our way, from COVID to mental health levels to finding new jobs. The one thing that we can say is keep your head up and know that each day is a new day, a new day to reach out to someone, to show your support, to ask for support, and to just be there for yourself and for those around you. So until next time, Jax. Keep your heads up and keep on keeping on. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. No matter what.